Hi. Love and teamwork make the dream work. They do. Can I touch the mic? Not much. I know, but I get a double chin because I always don't like this. Oh, that looked probably foul. I just need to put it closer so I'm not talking down. Yeah. Better? Deep throat in the mic. (laughs) Shout out to Marissa's favorite moment of our wedding. See, now it's too close. Now it's like... Push it back. Okay. Let's try that again. Love and teamwork make the dream work. Welcome to Shifting Focus, where we are a married couple and we also work together. So today's topic will be... Just covering the fact that people wonder, how do you balance the two? How do you work with your spouse? Because it can be miserable. It can be amazing. It can be amazing. It can also be miserable. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. What's What's the first thing that comes to mind? How do you think it works? How do I think what works? How we work together works? Mm-hmm. I think it works great. But like, what are some of the major factors in making it work? You just touched the mic. You made noise, but you give me crap when I touch it. So it begins. <laughs> we work great together. This is fine. We're all fine. So, for example, this would be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, I think us working together, this comes out all the time. Because if you work with somebody and maybe they're micromanaging you or telling you what to do, you might hold it in and be like, you get home and you go, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. It's okay. Take it easy. That He's guy. the boss. No, I just mean like. If you're working for somebody, they kind of get on you and you get annoyed, but you can't say it. The difference is if I'm correcting Steph on a shoot, how do you respond? I'm like, you're right, honey. You're perfect. I will listen to you. I will subdue and I will humbly (laughs) rip your face off. Exactly. Now we're onto something. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like being told what to do. It's not Mm -hmm. my strong point and I'll be the first to admit it. Communication is very key, I think, with our balance when it comes to the working and the marriage. I think it never (laughs) fails. Every shoot we're going to, we bicker in the car. Mm, Not every. Should we fight about it? Yeah, let's bicker about (laughs) it. Tell me how how you see it. I think we've gotten much better. But the old us used to say that we're going to have a good shoot if we fight before. And not like fight. You know, we don't really have fights like other couples. We don't yell and scream and get, well, maybe sometimes we do. We're not perfect. But for the most part, when we say fight, it's just a bickerment. Mm -hmm. You know, like you'll say something. One thing that drives me crazy is I, and this is probably my fault, but I have all the details because that's my role with the producing of all the projects. I have the times, I have the topics, I have all this. And for some reason- Which I love to know. You like to know on the drive yes. there. As then, I'm driving, I will literally say this to Steph. I'll be like, all right, fill me in. What's the game plan? And if mm-hmm. we're, I'm an hour out. I like to just run through everything, whether it's a wedding or a project at the company. I like to know as we're going there so it's fresh. Right. And I give you these these topics beforehand as well. And mm-hmm. I don't expect you to remember them because they live in my head and I'm mm-hmm. this is my role. But what drives me crazy is sometimes you're like, why are we doing it this way? Why are you doing it like that? And I'm like, honey, we can't change it. We are an hour from the shoot. Like you need to just accept it and move on. But you get irritated and you get triggered for the things that I've set up. It's trigger. (laughs) You're on one. People are, we're going to get canceled immediately. Good. So I think that that's, that's a struggle for me. Also, like I'm trying to like wrap up final details and then you're like bombarding me with question, 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 question. I don't do it with questions back to back. It's, I guess, something that happened in my childhood where I was asked a lot of questions all the time and it just, it triggers me. Were the questions like, why aren't you listening to me? Never. I'm a very great listener. Why aren't you doing what I ask? I hate that question. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a rebel at heart and I don't like being told what to do. Even if you're right, most of the time, 
I, I, I don't know what that is. Why do you think I rebel? You're a brat. True. But I'm not sure why. Because it'll be something simple where I'm just like, hey, will you grab that for me? And then you'll just, yeah, but you won't. And I'm like, I mean now. She's like, well, maybe you should have clarified it was Okay, now. that is something we've also had to work through is your expectation of now versus my expectation of, sure, I'm going to grab it for mm-hmm. you. I don't know that you need it right this second. Also, That's a sidebar conversation. Ladies, this is a sidebar conversation as well. Since you opened up that little door, let's go through it. Mm-hmm. Men in the kitchen don't know where it is. So what I told you at one point, I said, I'm going to give you a tour of We're our kitchen. Change the subject yeah. to kitchens. I prefaced it. I said, I'm going to give you, I'm going to sidebar. Yeah. Every day I ask for something. She says, you live here too. Yeah. Who can relate to that? I guarantee you 99.9% of the women watching this podcast can relate to that because men need a tour of the kitchen. Women, we have a place where we put things. Everything goes into place. And when guys are like, where's this? Where's that? Where It's in the same place it's been for 13 mm-hmm. years. If we're going to dive into the kitchen talk, let's yeah. shift focus fully to the kitchen. You're going to give me shit about not doing dishes, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would it kill you to not put a dish in the sink? Maybe clean it, put it on the dry rack or straighten the dishwasher? Yeah, I would literally die a slow death. I'm dying right now just hearing you ask me that. I don't understand. We don't live I in an apartment t- anymore where you're like, oh, my roommate's cereal bowl. <laughs> I did today, though. There aren't, a, there aren't any dishes in the sink. That's- I did them right away after I made my bread. Very happy for you. Shout out to your sister for giving us the most incredible sourdough starter that we've kept alive for what, nine months now? How is it for you working with me? Oh, we're shifting focus back. Yeah, we'll go back to it. Okay. Overall, it is amazing. I think it's definitely been like a transformation in how we treat each other. Because basically what I'm saying is early on, we could do no wrong. If you have an idea, I'm like, oh, that's great. You're so pretty. (laughs) You know, back and forth. Everything's amazing. Then you, you think get... I'm not pretty anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I said there was a transformation. <laughs> wow. I'm Kidding. still a woman. You're gorgeous. Thanks. So just the comfort of being with somebody. And then you start getting comfortable maybe shutting down ideas or talking back to them. So through the butting of heads, I think we've learned communication is key. I think we need to respect each other's strengths and stay in our lanes. I think that helps a lot. Because maybe I was doing 80%, you were doing 80%. Those overlapped a lot. And like you said, you do all the details before we get there. And that's good because then I'm the guy who has to finalize all the details. Like I, you give me a game plan, I go in and crush it. That's mm-hmm. kind of what it is. You're the play, you're the offensive coordinator. I'm the running back. Give me the ball. I'll take it to the house. Essentially, I just think our best strengths are the ability to allow each other to stay in our lanes. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And we were just listening to the Chip and Joanna Gaines book, right? Was it Chip or Joanna? Was it her book or his book? Do you Uh, remember? Chip. I think it was, was it it wasn't Capital Gaines. Was it Capital Gaines? There's, he has a couple, but yeah. I can't remember. So one of the things he had said about them working together too was staying in your lane. And I think that was the greatest advice that I have heard when it comes to that. Because there are moments where I wanted to step in your lane and kind of manage what you were doing. And that's when we started to butt heads more. Yeah. And I think you would step into my lane. And it's like, you we don't have any, we have an idea of what the other person does because we're, you know, we run our own company. But we also have no idea. But we also have no idea. And so for me to step in and tell you what to do and for you to step in and tell me what to do, it just doesn't work. It's like, I have to trust you to do what you're doing and you have to trust me to do what I'm doing that I'm doing what I'm doing. And what I've learned is when you've asked me my opinions on certain things, or if you want a second set of eyes on a project, I used to come in hot and just like tell you everything that was wrong with it. 
And when I'd get done, you'd say, well, do you even like it? Could you tell me some things you like about it? And that was really triggering for you. It broke me. It broke you. Well, I would go in the little edit bay room, spend eight hours straight building this masterpiece. In my mind, I'm like, whew, this looks good. She's going to love it. I go, hey, watch this. Let me know your notes or anything. And I'm just thinking like overall, like make a few changes. She goes in and she's like got a list and you're, you're basically telling me what's wrong with it from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And then what I say it. on how to approach it from now on, because it would make me react mm-hmm. like angry. But now. And yeah. And I'd say, why are you so mad at me? You're like, well, you just tore this apart and told me everything that was wrong with it. So you had suggested that maybe I come in and tell you some things that I liked about it first. And that was a huge change, right? That was a, mm-hmm. that was a small adjustment, but I heard you and I was able to fix it. Yeah. And also something I've learned with letting go of control, which is, but you know, I like to control and now I'm letting go of control. One of the main things was we have different visions and you have a way of looking at it. And so I don't want to change the artistic side of what you've created. I can maybe give you like structural things or like certain, like if someone's blinking when you're making a transition or if I hear a sound certain, those are little things I can critique, but I no longer want to critique the overall style of what you're editing because you're creative and there are a million different ways you could cut it. And I have to trust you that your vision is the best way. Yep. It is the best. It is. And really, and there have been times too where I've made changes and a client will come back and say, Oh, I want it to be this. And it was your original, mm-hmm. it was your original take. Yep. So I had to learn, okay, I just need to trust you. So I would say overall, some, some main notes for working with your spouse, patience, communication, and respect each other's strengths to stay in your own lane. Stay in your own lane. Yeah. And trust your partner. Trust the person that you're in business with that they're going to do it. And and let them fail. I think for you, I'd never wanted you to fail. I wanted to fix everything mm, for you. I, I kind of agree with what you're saying there. I don't like to... You're saying let them fail. I don't think you should let them fail. That's why we're partnership. But you... This ties right into the fact you don't like to be told what to do. Because I'll see you headed for the failure. And I'll try to catch you and be like, baby, baby don't do that because this is going to happen. You'll be like, I got it. Let me figure it out on my own. Let people figure it out. And then we get in a bickerment. Then you fail. You don't say, I wish you would have helped me. Instead, you're like, see, I learned. I do. I'm so, like, yeah, but now I got to fix it. But that's how I. <laughs> Here comes Papa Bear fixing everything. But that's how I learn. If you're constantly doing it for me and you're constantly telling me how to do it, I'm never going to retain it. I just, I don't retain when people tell me things. I have to be in the trenches and I have to do it myself. It's because you're a big retainer. I'm a big retainer. Yeah. And not everybody learns that way. And so we've had to learn that we learn differently. Mm-hmm. So you, you like to be told what to do and yeah. get, get to the end zone quicker. I like to kind of yeah. navigate through it and learn from my mistakes because then I'm going to remember it forever. But <clears throat> yeah. how many times have I had to ask you how to set up every time. editing a reel? I don't even know what you're going to say every time. Yeah. Because you tell me how to do it every time as mm-hmm. opposed to like walking me, let me do it. Yeah. So speaking of like staying in our own lanes and figuring it out, Originally, you would, if we'd get busy on clients, I would love it. The fact that you go in and just drop a bunch of good footage in so I don't have to dive in and archive stuff. You give me the top 100 clips and I just chop it up from there. You don't do that anymore. And if I ask you to touch anything editing, what is your response? I'm not good at it. No, you go, I'm not an editor. I don't do this. (laughs) It's like angry. I'm not okay. In my defense, <laughs> you are correct. Yes, I do say that. However, I will sit down and it will take me three days to pull clips 
and you'll sit down and do it in two hours. And so it's not worth my time when I could be doing something different, like maybe getting us clients and making us money. Oh, yeah. Whereas you could be spending two hours versus I spend 36 hours. It's just, it's a better use of time for you. I'm too mm-hmm. attached to the clips. I want all of them. This is true. You're so detail oriented where yeah. you're like, there'll be like a speck of dust fall off a flower in the middle of a field that has nothing to do with a company. And you're like, but it's pretty. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. It shouldn't go in the video. I'm too attached. So for you, you could just be like, nah, nah, nah. You like this shot. You like this shot. I pull all the shots mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm spending so much time on it. So we're just different. However, there are times where you pull clips and I want more details. Mm-hmm. And so we've learned also like what each other likes, mm-hmm. you know, the female and the ma- and the male perspectives on stuff. And I think we've, we've just learned a lot, I think, from being in business. Mm-hmm. So what would you say? Are there four of them? I had there are more than four. But were the top four? You just said... Communication. Communication. Mm-hmm. Stay in your own lane. Stay in your lane. So respect your lane. Communication. Trust. Trust because you don't want to have to overstep and check that they're doing their lane. Respect All right. Top lane. three. No, there are four. Communicate. And fail. Let them fail. See, we'll differentiate differentiate on that one. You don't different. think we should let people fail? I think the reason for the partnership is to figure it out together. I do too. Don't fail on someone else's expense if we're able to help each other. Of course. No, of course. But there are, but uh, yes, I agree with you on that. Maybe I'm not wording, how, how, maybe I'm not wording it properly. We'll come back. Hey, comment below if you know what she means by let your partner fail. Let them learn. Yeah, They have to learn. (laughs) And also, I think, there we go. Instead Mm. of, and this might go against what you like, maybe be teachable. You think I'm not teachable? I am teachable. I'm just not teachable by you. Yeah, this is true. Who I'm, has tried to work out with their partner, their oh. wife, their husband? Have you ever tried to work out? And does she ever listen? Or he. If you tell me to do something, I'll try it. No. But you're like, I'll literally be like, babe, why is your elbow out when you're doing the move? And you're like, leave me alone. I'm never working out with you again. You're annoying to work out with. You tell me what to do. You tell me my form is wrong. You tell me I could lift heavier. You tell you're telling me all the and I don't want I don't want I'm not there to push me. I tell her she can be stronger. I go, you can lift heavier. I know you got it in you. She's like, no, these 1.5s are too much. Yeah, right. I could lift that with my pinky. Mm. Should we test it later? Yeah. Do we have a we have the egg weight? That's right. Shout out Christian. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so yeah, working out with your partner, it's different. I could hire a trainer who could kick my butt and tell me my form is wrong all day long. But the second those words leave your mouth, you're dead. Yeah. Why is it a stranger can tell you what to do? Because I don't know. You you annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us. I annoy you. Yeah. And no. then you're, you're frustrated with me. <laughs> yeah. Marriage. It's so funny, though, that we're like, we're more comfortable with being polite to a complete stranger than we are with the person who loves us the most. Yeah. And this could also go into what you were saying the other day. We could hear something from a complete stranger, the same facts that we're sharing. Like Mm -hmm. you could tell me something all day long, what you learned. Maybe I'm not teachable. Do not. (laughs) But you could tell me something all day and then I'll hear it from a stranger. I'm like, babe, did you hear that? Like I've been telling you this for months. Maybe that's another thing working with your partner is listen. Yeah. It's called teachable. Receive different that's different listening receive and, this in, in, information listening and being teachable are different yeah 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 i mean i can hear you all day long yeah. it's just am i listening or not same i guess when you put headphones on and we talk into a microphone we're forced to listen to each other what'd you say <laughs> 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 
Hubba Hadada. Okay. Money. Let's talk about money in the business. Okay. Again, I'm a control freak. Wow, this is podcast is like therapy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Should I be paying you for this? Haven't session? you seen that meme where it's like 2023 and it it's actually for men, or it's like in the 90s, men go to therapy. In like the 2020s, men need therapy. What do they do? They start a podcast. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay, well, money. So yeah, money. Talk about what we do with money. Okay. In general. So beforehand, before Grant Cardone and like all the, you know, before all the lessons I've been learning through workshops and whatnot about money, I had a tight leash on the money aspect in our marriage, in our business. I don't like debt. I don't like credit card debt. I don't like paying interest. I don't like any of that stuff. So mm-hmm. I was always like, we can't buy it unless we can afford it kind of thing. And I made you, I made you come to me with every single penny you spent in the business. I had to approve it because I was the funds. I was the money person. I, che- you know, I was always checking the credit cards and allocating everything for taxes. For being the funds, you weren't very fun. No, I was not very fun. Mm-hmm. I was a fud. Yeah, you were fuds. I was fuds. So I think that's been a huge lesson too. Like if there's something that you need that's going to make your job easier, that's going to make our production better. Why not make the investment? Yeah. I was looking at it as a cost versus an investment. And I, if I could go back, you know, maybe 10 years ago, I would have been like, let's just rack up a credit card and get everything we need. Yeah. Obviously pay it off. We pay off our credit cards at the end of every month. Yeah. But instead of penny pinching, for instance, if I'm the techie one who knows that we need to upgrade equipment, instead you like, just make it work back then. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, babe, we don't have enough space on our memory cards. How much? $150. Uh, now's not a good time. Yeah. So we're, I'm like sprinting. We, like we've literally filmed weddings where I'll run back, back in the day to the car or the room, wherever you are, dump footage mm-hmm. in like two different, then copy and paste it for a backup, then run back, format the card all because we were pinching, you know, pinching pennies back then. Now, are you saying that you look back at it as, if my expertise is in that field, maybe trust that, all right, it is a necessity. It's going to move us forward to help with workflow. Definitely invest in yeah. it. Yeah. Look at your, look at the, the things that you need that are going to build your business and your mm-hmm. brand as investment pieces instead of a cost. And that's something that I think I really had to learn. Like mm-hmm. I would make you come to me and get permission to buy things. It sounds, actually, that sounds really crazy. It's sort of true, but not that, it wasn't that intense. But really, it, there would be things you'd have to like ask me to buy stuff for the company. Yeah. But it was sure a respectful it. way of just us. If we're building something together, we got to be like, all right, we need to now allocate expenses towards that, which made sense. I didn't think of it as control. Okay. It was more of us just wrong money mindset, pinching pennies, not looking as investments. Yeah. But it got us here eventually. And that kind of goes to on trust, I guess the trust factor Mm -hmm. is that I trust you to obviously not rack us up in debt and to put us under when it comes to our business, that you're responsible enough to make the decisions that you think are best for our company. Without that new computer, for instance, another room, imagine not having that computer right now. What would the last eight months have been like? Hell, because you would have been complaining every second about how you can't do anything and spinning ball of death. It would have just been a nightmare. So makes your life easier, mm-hmm. but also makes yours too. Cause I'm not like, when you're like, did you get that done yet? I'm like, look at the computer. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, that's another, I mean, we, we film in such high quality and we're using gigantic files. And so we need a computer that's going to keep up with that. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing, which we'll talk about in the van, but that was a big struggle for you is that you didn't have the capacity to do your job fully. 
And so you were using, you were wasting a lot of time, not mm. wasting because you wanted to waste no. time because you, that's just, that was the circumstances time, that you had. Time was wasted because it wasn't invested in the proper mm-hmm. form of technology. If we had an older computer or hard drives backing up and we needed new stuff, I was wasting time staring at the computer. Jobs should have been done in two hours. We're taking like six yeah. So, I mean, these are our personal experiences, but mm-hmm. I guess to translate that to other people's businesses, if there's something that your partner wants, that's going to make their job easier and faster mm-hmm. and their time management better. Trust that they can invest in it just like you could. So clearly we work together. We are together. What are your biggest pet peeves when it comes to being in a relationship with me? Nothing. You're absolutely perfect. That was my line. Go ahead. You're welcome. Uh, I would say... I'm noise sensitive. So there are certain things that will be triggering for me. And so you have gotten so much better over the years of our relationship, being mindful of those noises, even though you're trying to make all of them right now. What? What, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Popping knuckles, clearing your throat, sniffing your nose, the way you eat. Oh, yeah, eat. It's perfect. It's all perfect. I wouldn't Let's change anything. Let's be honest. I take offense to the eating one. I do not eat. Poorly? No, I didn't say you eat poorly. How do I eat? I can just hear you chewing. With my mouth closed? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes you chew with your mouth open. No, I don't. I'm not a monster. Sometimes you lick oh, your fingers. Oh, you don't like me licking my fingers. Sometimes you pull out pieces of fat from food and put it on your plate and I get to stare at it. <laughs> I'm like, that is repulsive. So, listen, <laughs> we will eat hot wings and she is disgusted by me like licking the wings off my fingers afterwards. You've got a napkin. You do it after like every few. Time out. If you're eating hot wings, are you supposed to lick your fingers or not? Is there no such thing as finger looking good anymore? What about taking the grease off your nose and putting it in the head of your beer so you get the foam away? That was early days. That was back when I drank beer. Oh, you still (laughs) put your nose grease in the head of your beer. Yes. When's the last time I had a beer? Not that long. In the van? When's the last time I had a beer? November. <laughs> By the way, it's it is May. You still do it. You act like you don't do it anymore. That's you still all good. do it. I'll, I'm receiving all these things. Okay. I'm a demented, deformed so just piece some, of shit. I get it. I didn't say that. You just like your your habits around sounds and food are triggering sometimes. That's cool. Yeah. I think you're great. I think you are too. I think you're a bear and you're angry the first half of the day. First half? Yeah, that's it. Oh, I guess if we're just a little pet peeves. I guess the fact that, and it's not even the fact that they're annoying or anything. I think they're things that we've worked together on fixing for each other. Maybe the fact that you love covering every square inch of a counter. I had to bring to you the opportunity of, hey, just because we have counter space doesn't mean something has to be on it. So <laughs> I like clean things. And you were more of a cluttered person when it comes to just like, I want cookie jar and mixer and microwave. No microwave. Whatever it is. You like, you used to fill up the counter space. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just bring home a contraption and put it there. I'm like, what is that? She's like, there was space on the counter. Yeah. I like, I'm like so who cares if there's space to kind of leave it? I like gadgets. I like kitchen tools. I will definitely agree with you. You are right about that. But They've been good lately. Yeah. I've been really trying to keep it not cluttered. Mm. Uh, but that is something we also had to learn is that you're not a clutter person. That's how you clean. I don't mind clutter, but I don't like dirty. 
I don't like like, I don't like dirty either. I know, but you don't you don't clean the same way that I clean. It's because you don't clean at all. Really? Mm-hmm. What I do all day yesterday. You talked on the phone to your mother? While I cleaned. Exactly. That's the beauty of having your wife talk to her mom. They're busy. Let me ask you a question. When's the last time you washed the sheets on her bed? Ever in 13 years. <laughs> That's not my job. Okay. What about clean the baseboards? Every day. Light switches, the showers. Have you ever cleaned the baseboards or the light switches? Yes. Every when? time I clean. I just did the baseboards You're before you came You're such a liar. Up. Look at our baseboards. Look you, at them. Okay. So you cleaned them yesterday. No, I didn't clean them yesterday. Clean them today? I do. When I sit, when I sweep, I sweep all the way around. Steph. All the time. Steph. And the light switches. You're such all a the liar. Time. You've never cleaned that light switch. Not that one. You just put it in I yesterday. Know, I put it in yesterday. <laughs> but I do. So, but that's the thing. You're more like you don't like stuff. I don't like stuff. And you're clean. Like you clean things too, but mm -hmm. I deep clean. So I'm clean as like a deep cleaner, but I don't mind the clutter. Yeah. So that's where we had to learn the difference in that. Yep, it's true. You're yeah. a cluttered person. Mm -hmm. She used to dumpster dive when I first met her and bring home tables. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. Now they call it Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you were such a hoarder. It was great. I know. I've gotten really good about getting rid of stuff. When we finally moved in together after three years of dating, she would like have to send me a picture. She's like, I was in an alleyway in Hollywood today. I loved it. I love this chair. I'm like, Steph, come on. Where's it going to go? She's like, I don't know, but we could figure it out. And then we'd have like seven chairs on our three-person dining table. It was great. Yeah. We had parties a lot too. Mm -hmm. So we needed the chairs. So just randomly, we'd have an audience like pews in the actual living room. <laughs> yeah. It's like a fight night party every day Yeah, for three people. We've gotten really, we've gotten much better. We've adulted. We have adulted. Yeah. And shout out to Marie Kondo. Her like decluttering thing was phenomenal. Yeah, shout out to Marie. Marie Kondo. So yeah, uh, what would other be another? What other be another? I think you and I are both controlling. We just control in different ways. Mm -hmm. Like... For instance, if I try to pack the camera bag. Well, the camera bag has literally the slots are pre-designed for each thing. Just like the kitchen. I know where everything goes in the kitchen and you do not. Right. You know where everything goes in the equipment bag. I do not. The kitchen is your camera. <laughs> the camera is your kitchen. That's right. So we and just. I'm out here cooking. But you're controlling on those areas. The way like you have a certain way of doing things and I have mm. a certain way of doing things. Yeah. And there are areas where we know just you handle it and you'll tell me you just handle it because yeah. we know just we have a system. Yeah. And we've learned each other has a system. Yeah. All joking aside. Yeah. You're amazing. You too, honey. There are certain things that we do differently. Like, for instance, you are a night owl. You turn on a movie at 8 p.m. I'm asleep 10 minutes in. Mm -hmm. Morning. I'll wake up 4 or 5 a.m., doesn't matter. I'll be out here doing stuff, working out. You, on the other hand, will sleep till noon if you had no obligations. I don't know if I could sleep till noon anymore. You're right, probably 2.30 p.m. <laughs> no way. So, so uh, what I've other... i up at like 7 a.m. every morning. What other necessities are there? Well, that's because we have a dog that wakes us up. Bless so. him. Yeah, it's been nice. I would say a necessity, I... Meditation. Mm-hmm. I love doing my practice. That's something that if I do it first thing in the morning, it sets my day just so awesomely. Clear-headed, zen, good energy. Um, I would say some form of exercise, cardiovascular movement. 
You're looking at me like bullshit. I have not said a word. <laughs> you, it's all over your face. Say it. I didn't say anything. You don't have to. I could see it. Cleaning the house. Oh. Sex. That's all Cleaning cardiovascular. Cleaning the house is cardiovascular? I deep clean. Remember, I'm a deep cleaner. I get oh. in there. You, you are amazing. Thank you. So yes, those are good routines that help you clear your mind. Meditation, cardio. Okay, but, but really, all that aside, what I need, snuggle. I need touch. I'm a physical touch person. I need at least a hug, a kiss, a holding. I love snuggling at night. Those are necessities. I need my mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a teeth grinder. So I need that for sure every I day. I don't know if that counts as like a moral support type feeling. In are a you asking in our relationship? What do I need? Or are you asking me a personal? What do I need? Like personal, but not like well, I need my retainer. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your expectations of me as your partner in our relationship? Mm. You know, I could sit here and say, I don't have expectations, but that would be a lie. I think everybody has expectations in a relationship. I'd say the main ones are support. Like be my cheerleader, be my advocate, listen, uh, create depth conversation. I like I like depth. Surfacey conversations aren't very exciting for me. Intimacy. I think too uh, something that we've that I, we've been working on together is working on together is that partnership. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for so long I had this belief that I had to do it all on my own, and that's not the case. I think allowing you to have space to do things too was really helpful. Mm-hmm. Like helping me load and unload the dishwasher, like taking little things off my plate. Like I would cook and clean. Oh, now it's passive. nice. She said, helping me unload the dishwasher. That's her way of saying you better unload the dishwasher. No, you're, you've just been doing it. You've been stepping up a That's lot. true. Yeah. I'm, I didn't mean it that way. Okay. I <laughs> took it as the wrath is coming if I don't. Do no, it, so. not at all. No, I feel like you've really stepped up a lot in our marriage too. Mm-hmm. on like helping take things off my plate because for so long I would just do it all in my mind, even though I know that's not reality, but I was doing a lot of other things and working a full-time job and working our company and, 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 and I was just piling up and then I'd retaliate cause I'd get overwhelmed and stressed, but I wasn't really communicating what I needed. And yeah. I think being able to do that's been really helpful. Little things helping around the house too is. Yeah. Does it bother you? <clears throat> does it bother you seeing? And I know this is like a generic question for women in general, but does it bother you if you feel that way, even if it's maybe not completely true because the guy is doing a lot? And then there's a certain time of day where he hits the couch and turns on the game. Does it drive you nuts because you feel overwhelmed and they're now relaxing? No. Mm-mm. I think in the beginning there were times where that would be frustrating for me because I would, I would put in, you know, 14 hour days, but that's also me. That's my nature. I'm a workaholic and I understand that. But I think you and I had that conversation at one point where I was like, just put in eight hours. If you do eight hours a day, I don't care what you do with the rest of your time, but at least put in some effort. And for a while there, you know, and I don't mean to throw you under the bus, but I don't feel like you were putting in your eight hour day. You weren't taking the job as a job. It was like, I'll get to it. And But when you run your own company, there's no such thing as a full eight hours. You're on all the time. I'll be working at midnight. Yeah. Now, now you are. I think we had a conversation, what, a year or two ago or when we were in Miami where I was like, you got to, I need you to, I need you to do more. It just wasn't quite enough because I felt like I was putting in most of the effort and there, you weren't quite matching it. And somewhere along the line, you shifted. And that's where I didn't care. 
But to me, if you're going to sit down and watch a game, but you've got a crap ton of work still left to do, that's where it became an issue. Yeah. But I love that you're into sports. I like that you that you enjoy that stuff. I mean, granted, our TV is taken up with basketball, football, fights. I mean, we have something going mm-hmm. on on the TV most of the time. Or you have a podcast, but that's also been really helpful. You've learned to like separate your interests instead of taking over the whole house with the interest, yeah. you know, creating a space where I could still be in the space. That's where I think that like a routine sets everything up. So us living in the van ruined my routine. And that's when you were really annoyed by workload of what was getting done because computers couldn't handle the power. We're always moving. I don't have a stationary place. I don't wake up the same time every day. Now that we have a home and if I can get out of bed at 4 a.m. and start my tasks and get a workout in by like 2 p.m., I've killed so much stuff off my to-do list and we're still moving and I'm still getting shit done. I just think me personally, a routine, I thrive so much better. Mm -hmm. You thrive more in the chaos where you're like, let's wake up on the top of Yosemite's whatever half dome and we'll see what happens today. Yeah. I do thrive in chaos. We are opposites in that way, Mm. but it works. I think it works for us. You know, you're a morning person. You leave the room, you let me sleep. And then I'm a night person. I'll come in and that's when I, that's when I'm the most creative. Mm. And I have been, I think working more on the edits, but I edit more on other things that bring me joy. You do edits on things that make us money. That's right. So that's, that would definitely be a necessity for me. Which part? Routine? Routine, but like sports and fights. Like that's part of my life. This makes me feel good. And I like, that's what I want to be involved in most of the time. Honestly, I love that you're into it. I love that you like sports. I like that, you know, you keep me on my toes when it comes to things. I'm watching basketball with you now, which has been really, I actually really enjoy basketball. Occasionally. Mm, I like hockey more, but yeah, you like the lame sports. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but let's, let's, let's paint this picture for people who are just think maybe you're watching sports. When I first met you, you would watch pre you would watch recorded Raiders games from the previous seasons. That's no, I wouldn't. <laughs> you did. No, but if the, Ra- like, the Raiders I- won on Sunday and like I was going to bed, I'd put the game on again and watch it like on three Wednesday or something. When football season wasn't happening, you would have old recordings of the Raiders games on in the TV. Yeah, I'm scouting the defense we're playing this weekend. What they know, they call me. <laughs> And they're like, yo, what do, what do you think we should do, uh, you know? Yeah. Two safeties deep, man coverage so down below. What was she doing? What it's we doing? not like it's Thursday, Monday, Sunday football. You were, it was football all the time. It was pre-football, football, post-show. Then it was podcast about Listen, the game. This then is it was, kind of I just, scoped our, this is sculpted our business Twitters today. Think about this now. UFC, big fight Saturday, right? Monday through Friday, they have the embedded series. They have the countdown show the previous Sunday, and then the fight, and then there's the post-fight press conference. There's the new call-outs, highlights. It's a whole thing, you know? And we produce content similar, so it's all just, you know, me just trying to figure out what we should do for our company. It's research. So that's the thing. I'm not trying to pick on you for it. I'm just painting the picture for mm-hmm. uh, for our audience who don't quite understand the extreme of Paint when. I guess like, not just you're watching one football game. You're watching all of it and all the all the basketball. Shout and out to NFL Sunday Ticket. It's great. I love it. And honestly, it's been so helpful that you can separate the space. But when we live in a van, that stuff can get. You know, sometimes I'm like, there's something I want to watch, or there may be something I want to listen to. I don't know, but just not this. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, every Saturday night, our relationship is tied up and there's a fight. That's Every not Thursday, true. Sunday, Monday, it's a football Sometimes game. Sometimes my wife won't go on a date with me. I have to go on a date with a bunch of strange men on TV. <laughs> Let's go on a date. To a sports bar to watch the fight? <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> the we would also go to date night and you'd be facing a TV. It's not true. Or your phone is propped up on the table. Yeah, but you can't see it if the menu is like blocking it. David, you don't have to get defensive. I'm not picking on no, you. I'm having fun. I hope so. But I'm just painting the picture. Yeah, so I it's like different. But I love that you're into sports. Thanks. You too. Yeah. Thanks. Sporty spice. Yeah. Thanks. Cool. So that's a necessity for you is routine in sports. That's all you have. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I mean. Fitness. Me? Like I need to work out. No, you don't need to. <laughs> yeah, you're fat. Well, I definitely know that. <laughs> Whatever. You're so sexy. Are you talking about expectations now? Where, isn't that what you were saying? Like, I was what saying are some personal routines? needs. Yeah. That's what I need. What's a personal need? Those, yeah, routine. Okay. Which involves working out and all yeah. that. Yeah. Expectations. You had expectations for me, the work flow and all that. Expectations, I think, I've been over this with you. Mine is just effort in general out of each other. Out of you, how many times do we go through a lull where like everywhere we went, you're in sweatpants and just not caring. I'm like, just, I don't care if you get all done up and put makeup on or anything. You don't have to wear makeup. You're gorgeous. But I'm like, there's times where I'm like, there's no effort. Like we no working out for like three months and just like joggers and every night's ice cream and pint. I'm like, trust me, there's no one in this world I'd rather be comfortable in a slob with. (laughs) <laughs> but I think we're falling apart if we get, you know, get that sedentary lifestyle. So I'm like, we have to keep effort in line for both of us to want to be better at all times. And I think that goes hand in hand with you wanting the work effort. But I think there's a physical and mental effort that also helps that drive. Yeah. Without sounding like a misogynist of like, you need to work out, wear makeup. That's not what I'm saying. I think that we just, it's easy to get comfortable with someone you love and be in the honeymoon phase and not want to do something. I think it's good for us to push each other to be better all the time. Mm -hmm. I think so too. I would agree with you on that. And I think COVID also played a role in that. We actually got, not only do we drink and probably get a little weight at first in COVID because it was a fun, "Ah, what do we do in two weeks? Well, boring, whatever. play rummy and drink whiskey. But then we ended up doing like all these home workouts all the time. Yeah. So it kind of got us into shape and then we got paddle boards and it was fun. Yeah, I agree. I I'm not great. saying the pandemic was fun, but <laughs> <laughs> there were some fun parts to yeah. it. Memories for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other expectations that I have. Yeah, I guess just partnership, love, mm-hmm. love me, loyalty is important. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Trust and love, loyalty. Trust and love and loyalty. After all that, what does it mean? How do you work together? If you love each other, patience, respect, communication, trust. trust, yeah, stay in your own lane and like the person. I think that's really important. Like the person that you're working with, find the things that bring you joy together. Yeah. Try to create, use what you're good at to create things. I mean, it's easier for me to say, cause we literally create images videos, stories, we tell everyone's story. So I think for us, it feels good to know that we each put our fingerprints on these creations and I don't know, it makes you feel good that, you know, you could build something together because this is our baby. And it's not the end of the world. Things are going to happen. Just laugh it off and move on and try to find ways to just have fun. 
That's right. You're going to get at each other's throats. You're going to get annoyed. You're going to bitch. You're going to moan. But. Kinky. Mm, make sure. You all right? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Just make sure, you know, at the end of the day, you have each other's back. In all yes. Circumstances. That's a big one, too. Don't undermine somebody in front of a client ever. Can you say that word again? Undermine. You say undermine? You said undermine. I did. How do you undermine someone? Do backwards mime. You get under them? <laughs> yeah. All right. So don't undermine. <laughs> don't undermine. God, there's so many actually now that we're talking about it more. I think that, like, I guess this falls into trust. If there's a client that you don't want to work with, but I do. Instead of convincing you, I have to listen to you. This goes back to listening and trusting. Mm, that's so crazy. I feel like that's happened before. Has it? Mm. When? When do you like go do it? something when I say it's not worth it? Don't do it. Don't do it. Just stop. Leave it alone. And you just keep going. I'm a rebel. We've already established this. Uh, yep, Maybe you just right. tell me to do it instead of telling me not to do it. You know what? Get out there and do this. <laughs> Reverse psychology me. It's true. Yeah. If I, if I just tell you to do stuff, you'll be like, I don't want to. True. I'm a rebel. Okay. All right. Well, that being said, trust, respect, communicate, listen, be teachable. And share the same goals. Grow together. Write down your goals. Write down your manifestations. Where do you see your company going? Mm -hmm. And tackle that together. That's right. Keep that the focus as opposed to like the little things that drive you crazy throughout the day. Think big picture. Just keep, right. keep growing and going in that direction. That's where that communication is key because you guys need to know where you're headed. Create that goal. Have it in mind. Work to get there. Mm -hmm. And know who's the communicator and know who's the doer. You don't need to keep on adding on every time. I'm, I'm ending adding. it. All right. And see you next and time. Wait, and wait, like, one and, more. And see. Wait, 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 one more. I have one more. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next time right. on Shifting Focus. See you later.